Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us. You guys are great. Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of entertainment, we hope. Well, hello, one and all. Back to the first uh, Comics Corner podcast of 2019. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Yeah. Hope everybody had a had a festive holiday season. And uh, up here in the room today, we have myself being George and Travis across the table from me. Hi. And Jason on the buttons. Yeah, I'm here. And uh, a really, really fun, splashy first week of uh, releases for the year. I... Uh, there were some continuations, uh, a, a new one that both Travis and I quite liked, and yeah, some other fun stuff. So dive right on in. Um, probably one of the one of the bigger superhero ones of the week was uh, Heroes in Crisis number four. Yeah, and I'm finally caught up. <laughs> Which it's it's a good time to catch up because now we're starting to see the the shape of of what's going to come with the story without being too spoilery. Um, the entire series has kind of taken place uh, with these montages of like um, interviews with the superheroes that have had some sort of traumatic experiences, and that's it's like a the the focus of the series is this place called Sanctuary that is meant for superhero rehabilitation, specifically with PTSD and that kind of stuff. And throughout this issue, we start to see that some of the things that, you know, happen with therapy, like uh, patient confidentiality and that kind of stuff is not necessarily going to hold forever with the stuff that's happened at Sanctuary and the fallout of what will come from that without getting too too far into like who and what and all that stuff. But it's uh, it's been a really interesting build up so far to this one. Yeah, it's it's been a quite the journey into all of the different facets of PTSD and how it affects different people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't really don't want to get too deep into that because it is, it's been a really cool kind of slow burn build up to, to kind of the, whatever the main, you know, conflict is going to be here. Yeah. There's uh this one is, is really heating up because more of the heroes that are left are finding out what happened. Right. Right. So it's, it's going to be quite the, uh, quite the ride from here on. Indeed. Uh, just gonna, just gonna pull the bandaid off right now. Uh, <laughs> got another issue of BPRD, the devil, you know, and like I have been prophesizing for, for a while now, they've kind of said it right off the bat, but the entire world is going to burn and there will be nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into more than that because it's, you know, if you haven't caught it, I'm just trying to get people excited about the idea of reading this comic and knowing that, you know, it's all coming down to some crazy you know, crashing so, conclusion. So does that mean that in the end, the he, the good guys aren't going to win? I, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> like it, it is quite possible that things will end on a re, like really kind of a downer note. But I, the way they're kind of pulling it off and showing how it's all kind of coming to pass, it it just fills you with this sense of dread. Well, the whole world is is very based on that whole Lovecraftian. Uh, yeah, style, and and those don't tend to have very happy endings. <laughs> no, they do not. But it's crazy because if you go and you read Seeds of Destruction, they they give all these sorts of prophecies and implications of things that will eventually come to pass, and we are now effectively seeing those things happen. So it's well, that's cool that they they set it up, and he's actually following through on it. Yep, yep. 
So anyways, off my high horse about the BPRD stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this one actually came out this week, but I just caught up on Bully Wars. I don't know if you've read that one yet or not. I am not current. <laughs> it, it's getting wacky. Like there's some crazy fantastical like toilet monster on the cover with a bunch of tentacles and stuff. And I was like, well, that's got to be that's got to be just for fun, like just on the cover. But no, there's all sorts of crazy monsters and things and they're having oh, to geez. fight their way through just like <laughs> at one point they're like working their way through this labyrinthine like and you see like all these you know like monsters just strewn about across the whole thing so, so it really is just the hunger games because it with all the different weird monsters pretty much thrown around yep nice <laughs> but yeah that i'm sure we'll get to the end of the first story arc with that in here pretty soon that's definitely been so much fun did you want to throw a couple out the only other one that i read that came out this week was conan the barbarian Ooh, yeah being that one that both of us quite liked uh, written by Jason Aaron with uh, artwork by Muhammad Asrar. It, this was... Yeah, go, what did you think? I thought it was really cool. It was everything that I was expecting from reading a Conan sure, comic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have the Sword of Conan. Is that next week or the week? I think it's the week after. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I know that one's coming soon, which... I was kind of reading that it was that one's going to be more of a limited series, if I'm not much mistaken, or are they getting two different ongoings running at the same time? I I think you might be right. Okay. It looks cool, though. I mean, Marvel does not know how to, you know, half-ass a project like this. They're (laughs) going to go full tilt and... And hopefully it all stays as high quality as this, because this was a really good number one. Like like you said, everything that you kind of expect to get out of a Conan comic, but presented in a beautiful, like, all-in-one like yeah, it, it, when you were reading it, uh, did did you get that voiceover from uh, the the dude that did Aku from? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did oh. have another like another like old white man kind of thing going on though. Like I did like there's there's a very uh, like a very classy like explanation you know narration happening along the whole thing. Oh, nice. I, yeah, just and it was just like an old dignified English dude in my head. Oh. I, I guess I was on the other side of the spectrum. No, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad you did hear. I just, I just love that guy's voice. <laughs> it, yeah. If you haven't watched Samurai Jack, go out and watch Samurai Jack. Yeah. Or the old Conan movies. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would. Lo- I'd love to. Uh, like we were talking earlier, I'd love to, like, sit down with somebody that had read like some of the runs and and then oh show yeah this one and Cause it, see, it, see how well it, it holds up it's pulling a bit of a star wars transition where i think they originally were published at marvel and then they went to dark horse for like more than a decade probably two decades or so yeah and now now marvel is finally getting their grubby mitts back on it and much like with the star wars right off the bat they were all really good so yeah. i'm hoping that you know the quality of this this line will kind of hold hold firm to what they had started over there with just weird property stuff not that yeah. conan has anything to do with star wars yeah what the original books were in like 32 34 something like that and then marvel got it in 70 that sounds about right yeah i don't i don't recall when it left there but yeah i think dark horse maybe had star wars a little bit longer than they had conan but at the same time. But anyway, it was yeah. a good book. Right. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we will certainly report on the other ones as they're coming out. So if you're curious about those and want to want to play the waiting game, we'll, we'll read them for you and let you know. Yeah. Um, yet another one that I just caught up on, but we actually came out a few weeks ago. I'm hoping for the next one soon. Uh, you talked about this one when it came out, but Middle West number two, I just wanted to give a shout out because I'm loving where the story is going so far. Yeah, like, his his image of, of how... the 
the, that whole world that he's building is just great. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's the artwork is super whimsical, and it's funny because Scotty Young has so many irons in the fire right now, and they're all turning out really yeah. well. But uh, but yeah, this one's got a lot of promise. I'm I'm super looking forward to the story of the kid that got bit by a tornado. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, there were a, there, this was a really good week. I'm going to start rattling off a couple of them. Oh yeah, there was another one that I read. This oh week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You did say that uh, Wolverine, based on the uh, the podcast called The Long Night. And without having read or listened to the podcast, I thought this was an awesome first issue to get into kind of a murder mystery. You know, yeah, it was a really good story. They did a super good job on the podcast and the book. I, I felt that you could you could like start the podcast and just kind of flip through the book and almost. Just go yeah, through, just, like, storybook style? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing where that one goes. Um, I have no idea how long they're planning on making it, but uh, I'm in for the ride. Yeah. It, well, if uh, I, I think this kind of just pretty much matched up with the first episode, so it'll, oh, okay. uh, if that's the case, then it should be, like, ten issues. Nice. Very nice. Uh, we had the end of the Stranger Things miniseries. Which did a really good job at kind of dovetailing, you know, out from and then back into the TV show. Uh, there was the entire series had a really heavy uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons influence on it because yeah. Will the Wise being the one that got lost in the in the Upside Down, it kind of shows how he uses his Dungeons and Dragons like mentality toward like you know towards survivability and all these things. It's just it's cool. There's a little there's a few pages where they show him like as a wizard because in his head he's making his way through the upside down as the wizard nice. that he was. <laughs> I was bummed because I, I I read the first issue and then I just had way too many other first issues that I, we I had know. It's it is it's a crazy time to be a comic book fan right now, especially one that attempts to keep up with everything because there's yeah hundreds of things running at any given point. We we, we try guys. We, we do try. we do try. <laughs> um we're halfway through Unnatural, which has been really good. The artwork has never let up and the stories continue to kind of evolve and change and the main character has not led a happy a happy life since the comic book began. She's kind yeah. of like lost a lot of her friends and family or yeah, it's it's just been it's been rough. Well that whole world is set up to just be you know you do what you're supposed to and or you are oppressed until yeah. until you just can't exist in the world anymore. Yeah. Ah, good stuff. Um, <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? Ooh, I haven't gotten around to reading it yet, but thank you for throwing in the Scooby-Doo team up with Mr. Miracle and Big Barda. I know, that was such a great cover. <laughs> I, I'm actually a little bummed out that I didn't get around to reading this because I'd, I'd love to give it my honest opinion, but uh, the Scooby-Doo team up stuff that they do, they have a lot of fun with. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, to round out the releases for this week for comics, uh, we had Justice League Odyssey number four. And then also from Vertigo, we had the Books of Magic number three, which I realized I kind of started to fall behind on already. So I need to go and read those ones. I might have to talk about them next week. It's kind of easy with that because they, they're putting out like what, four different titles at, at the same time. Well, they're kind of staggering them, but yeah. at the same time. There's these this one, Lucifer... Uh, House of Whispers. The Witching Hour? Is that another one? Or is that... Uh, that was a completely different... Uh, no, sorry. Different comic altogether. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> Book, Books of Magic. Uh, uh, Dreaming. Oh, The Dreaming. There you go. Uh, House of Whispers and Lucifer. There we go. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, the, what I've read of those ones so far have been really, really good. I'm looking forward to see. I, I'm not sure if they're ever going to start a like a Sandman proper comic book back up, but the uh, this, these kind of side ones that existed before and they've brought back now have been doing a really good job. Yeah, we'll see. We'll continue to report when we hear of new things. <laughs> uh, some hi- trades to highlight. Uh, we got, once again, Scotty Young. Uh, the first volume of his new Deadpool run from Marvel. Um, Black Hammer, which is, it's technically volume three, but it's the uh, it's the start of the second run called Age of Doom. Yeah. And I have the hardcover that collects the first uh, two books, and I cannot flip through this because I do not want to get spoiled. Yeah, you don't want to get spoiled on that one. Because it, it this one, it, it takes that first story like, and just... F- flips it right on its head. Nice. <laughs> I, they they definitely have been building a really interesting world, and I I still need to get down to sitting down and reading that that big hardcover edition of the first run. Just such a good comic book so far, and I keep getting like four issues in, and then getting disrupted, and I got to start back over again because I don't want to miss <laughs> anything. And then you got to hunt down all the side stories too. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not really vital, but <laughs> the ones that I mean, they have wonderful art in them, though. Yeah. Like I think uh, the Sebastian and Max Fiumara brothers um, from South America did the Doctor Sleep one, I think. Anyways, he's gotten the only artist that he's gotten to work with him. Jeff Lemire, being the writer of the series, uh, has gotten nothing but phenomenal artists to work with him that fit the style so perfectly yeah. well. The, the latest little side one, uh, Katu Louise, oh, God, yes. was was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Lemire is having way too much fun with creating this universe. I mean, in the best way possible, but he's having way too much fun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're, they're worth the read, though. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, and then I wanted to remember to mention uh, we had a new Witchfinder graphic novel, uh, which is uh, Sir Edward Grey from the BPRD universe, and it's telling like kind of period pieces from the Victorian era. Um, and he was a witch hunter from way back in the day in Hellboy's universe. And uh, yeah, they keep they keep going through and telling more of his story. He's he becomes somewhat relevant again without saying spoilery stuff, but it's kind of cool to, to, to see where his, you know, start of his story was and then see him kind of come back in some weird ways into the BPRD universe where it currently is. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and then on that note, there is a hardcover for BPRD. Uh, that <laughs> is the fourth out of five from the collection of Hell on Earth, which was probably the longest running span of that comic book that's come out. But they're putting them together in these gorgeous hardcover collections that put like three paperbacks together into one big hardcover. So nice. That's a good way to read it. If you're ever getting tired of me just talking about it all the time and you want to actually start <laughs> reading it, they have wonderful omnibus <laughs> editions that you can pick up. Just saying. Go, go read some Hellboy, why not? Yeah. And we've met our Hellboy quota. Thank you, George. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. There's only three things this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you've got to have some Hellboy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... I think uh, you mentioned that there were some things coming out next week that were kind of fun. There are. There, there's a ton of stuff. Since, uh, you know, the last couple have been really light, they decided to just dump a ton of stuff next week. Nice. We're, we're finally getting uh, the, the fourth issue of the Aliens Dust to Dust. Hmm. Oh, my God. That, nice. I feel like that started a year ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, good job, those guys. Yeah, good job, guys. You finished. You made it. Wait, you're, you're really going to like this one. Uh-oh. Batman 62, 
has uh there we go finally got it all right <laughs> well don't give me any heads up <laughs> you get a uh you get the team up from uh, mr miracle on batman 62 uh mitch Jarrod's Jer- did I say it right this time? Jared's? No, I uh, still added the okay. extra R. Sorry, guys. Uh, and and Tom King are, yeah. are going to be doing this one uh, with uh, Professor Pig is going to make a, an appearance in this one. It's so. What is it called? It's uh well it's it's the regular uh, Batman sixty two oh oh okay but uh, Mitch you, is jumping on this one I thought you were mentioning I thought you were talking about the Adam West Batman which is Batman sixty six oh <laughs> but I got it confused in my head there so I was thinking well, I can't see Tom King writing Adam West Batman but I guess he could probably write anything yeah he, he could he could do it but no that's cool I, that's right I forgot you'd mentioned the Professor Pig was coming into the main run that's awesome yeah and that uh, that team's gonna be doing it that guy is super creepy. <laughs> I love that Mitch Jarrods is coming in to do that though. He's his style is like perfect for that. Yeah. The uh the the art the little bit of art that I saw for it was just gross. <laughs> <laughs> As it would. Yeah. Uh Bloodborne number eight is oh, coming nice. out. Uh Bubba Hotep. What what's the whole time? Bubba Hotep and the blood, blood suckers from Beyond the Stars or something like that. Yeah, from Mars or from something. Yeah. Anyway, number yeah. five's coming out. That one, <laughs> nice. Uh, Cat, the Captain Marvel number one drops next week. And which hmm. which one is that again? Is this? It's uh, uh, it's the new Carol Danvers. Okay, Carol Danvers. Yeah, right. they're uh, you know you got to have one for the movie coming out. True, and they did. They took a little break <laughs> to tell the life and time uh, or the life. I think it was the life and times of Carol Danvers. It, it was just Captain the life Marvel. of Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which was which was really good. I mean, it was a bit of a hard read. It definitely dealt with some really you know hard family stuff, but that's cool that you know they got the new one out before the uh, new run. When are we getting the the magnificent Ms. Marvel, the new Kamala run? That one, um, God, what what is the last? I, I forget what the last issue is before, uh, and I totally forgot his name. <laughs> it's all good. Picks it back up, but uh, it it's. Sh- it's coming either this month or next month. Yeah, at the latest. I don't think I don't think I've seen a solicitation for it, so it's it's probably a, a good okay. couple months out. Okay, fair enough. I'm mistaken. It happens frequently. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Cemetery Beach number five comes out. Nice. Uh, the second issue of Die. Oh, nice! They uh, they were talking about that one, and they say that they're really going to goth it up in this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to see where that story goes. It's got so much potential. Uh, friendly neighborhood Spider Man comes out. Is that a new run? Yeah, it's a new run. It's the one. Uh, it's got the team from All New Wolverine. Oh, cool! And they're they're kind of telling the story of the all the collateral impact of of being Spider Man. Okay. So it, it, it sounds like it could be a really good one. Nice. Uh, Life is Strange number two is coming out. Very nice. Uh, Man Without Fear has a, uh, I forget how many they're doing, but they're they're just like shotgunning them out weekly, I think, for like four or five issues. Cool. Like a, like a month, I'm sure. Uh, Martian Manhunter number two. Right on. Murder Falcon number four. <laughs> 
is dropping with a with an homage to the vulgar display of power. Oh, cover. Nice. awesome! <laughs> <laughs> Turok has another run coming out. Uh, X twenty three number eight. And uh, Young Justice number one oh, is yeah. hit, and uh, Bendis is writing that one. Yeah, he's kind of leading realize. up the uh, whatever the Young uh, something All Stars or something or other. Like you know, he's doing a whole like there's a line that's coming out that'll be based around like all ages stuff that looks really good. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll definitely be reading that one next week. Yeah, was there was there anything else that you were you've been reading or you know. Let's see. What else did I? I think I did catch up on a couple other things this week. In, instead of catching up on stuff, I decided to just you know throw another thing in on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really, I, I had taken, uh, I had fallen behind on like Batwoman, so I okay. decided to like go and try and find the beginning of it. So I hunted down like the reading order, and I, I started with uh, the Battle for the Cowl. I probably should have oh, started okay. with Final Crisis because it. This happens like in Batman's absence after all of that came out. Final Crisis was a can of worms. Yeah, like it is. That's kind of what I've heard. So I just skipped past that. Went to. <laughs> it's worth going. It's worth going back to read it eventually for sure. But it's it's Grant Morrison at his Grant Morrisoniest of Grant Morrison. Yeah, <laughs> like he's it's. <laughs> We'll highlight that one on another. We'll maybe go through since we're when we get closer to the end of Heroes in Crisis and kind of see the scope of that story a little bit more. It'd be fun to do an episode where we go back and look at some of like the crisis stories that DC's done over the course of their like entire history. Yeah, since the eighties at least. It sounds really cool. Yeah, but they're it, they're all weird and cosmically crazy. Yeah, I figured instead of jumping into that whole thing, yeah. I, I was like, eh, I wanted to see where Batwoman came into the universe. I, I didn't realize that she, uh, she had originally been a character that they threw in to prove that Batman wasn't gay. <laughs> what? There, there were uh, there were rumors way back in the day, just like because of the Batman and Robin stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. They uh, they had uh, there was rumors circulating around, so they 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 put out uh, Catherine Kane mm-hmm. as uh, that became a love interest, which they eventually changed to Kate Kane, who was like his cousin. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if that happened after Crisis on Infinite Earths, when they uh, merged all of the worlds and fixed continuity for things. Maybe. Well, you'll just have to stay tuned for that episode to happen at some point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't come across that in my research. But. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, the, the first Batwoman run that I remember loving, which I think falls somewhere after uh, Battle for the Cowl, um, is Greg Rooker's run that he did with J.H. The, the Elegy? Yes. Yeah, that was uh, where I was originally going to start, mm-hmm. but uh, when I was reading up on the on the reading list, it, it, it that one is Detective Comics uh, eight fifty four through eight sixty three. That sounds right. Yeah, and kind of happens after, oh, like, okay. right after uh, Battle of the Cowl. If you need to borrow that run, I've got it. You can. I've, I've got that okay, one too. Cool. 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 But yeah, that's that is some really good stuff. If you if you see whatever Batwoman stuff that's coming out in the TV show, and you want to get the book that they for sure primarily used for inspiration, it would be uh, Batwoman Elegy, which yeah. was by uh, Grant, uh, sorry Greg Rucka and J H Williams the third, who is a phenomenal team as a as a whole. Like those two work wonders together on the comic page. And that's that's also in Batman's absence, where she's like running a team, right? It's, or, or it's actually been a while since I've read that oh. one. I need to go back, but it it was. We'll, we'll keep you updated. Yeah, I was right. planning on reading it. There you go. Sounds good. <laughs> I might actually have to go back and read that one again myself. Nice. 
Speaking of phenomenal teams, I have a, a question for you guys this week again. Uh-oh. Yeah. What's that, Jason? So I wanted to know uh, what what two comics that have never had a crossover or may never have a crossover would you like to see crossed? Uh, and for, you know, for for why? Uh, you, I think, gave me the idea earlier in the episode here for what I believe would be my answer, which is Star Wars and Conan. Oh, good. That, that would be an interesting one. That would be would. really fun, I think. Kind of like that uh, Star Trek and Transformers that's going on right now. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's a goofy one. I love that they're going for the like the old-timey Star Trek cartoon show style yeah. of animation for it. Every time oh. I think of it, I think of that one panel from the first issue where, where <laughs> yeah. Optimus is just punching out of the, the cave or whatever and... And Spock is just oh, kind of pulling a Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah, surprise. Uh, the, so, go ahead. The, the very first thing that popped into my head when you when you asked the question mm. was uh, was a crossover between My Little Pony. Oh, shut up! I already love Friendship this. is Magic yeah. and The Goddamned. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Because you've got these super happy ponies flying around and then you've got uh kane who just wants to die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> damn it travis that was pretty good yeah. you stole my thunder because <laughs> i was gonna go my little pony and then the oh. current universe continuity of what's going on in hellboy because dear god would that be a horrible horrible mess <laughs> <laughs> so that's that was my answer and i i don't know why both of them stole my little pony right off the bat yeah that's where you guys are having some odd sinking issues on these a little bit yeah we'll have to the unpack that I f- someday i forget what the other one was that you both uh, answered spider-man too oh that was oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the weird superpowers or whatever yeah 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 well, all right hey well you guys i guess the moral of the story is that we should uh, do more my little pony coverage here <laughs> absolutely it's yeah. apparently the first thing on y'all's minds yeah i mean if they're looking for a target audience <laughs> you know, look no further. George points at self. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to AU Radio Comics Corner. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. the show follow us on twitter at au underscore radio facebook at au radio podcast instagram at au dot radio or you can email the show at podcast at adv underground.com you can also support this show and all the shows on au radio by becoming a patron of the au radio network find us on patreon as au radio at adventures underground you can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month thanks for listening